In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about current events with selling on Amazon. A lot of programs are currently shut off. We've got shipping restrictions and a lot of record selling uh, amounts going on right now with our clients here at My Amazon Guy. My name is Stephen Pope and this is the My Amazon Guy podcast. So first, I, I want to speak to the overwhelmed feeling that the nation is currently feeling right now. I know I have it. Chances are you do too. If you're an essential worker right now, you're an unrecognized, underpaid hero. And uh, if you're a non-essential worker, you've been holed up in your house. My, my favorite comment that I heard from a client today was, what day of the week is it? Is it March 53rd? And it just really resonated with me. And there's this over, over uh, arching anxiety pent up. Oh, I just want to, I just want to get out of my own skin kind of feeling right now. It's definitely going around. Um, <clears throat> so if you're feeling that right now and you sell on Amazon, you're not alone. Quick tip. Uh, if you're looking for a quick 30 second tip to take action today to improve your sales on Amazon, if you haven't checked, go check your out of budget campaigns in advertising. One of the lowest hanging fruits available is to increase your budgets on advertising, especially if they're capping out. Um, we, we recently uh, have partnered up with Amazon directly as an agency here at My Amazon Guy. And we now have a new tool that alerts us with campaign budgets that get tapped out. Uh, you as a seller don't have access to that. You'll have to do this manually. Um, if you don't have an agency such as my Amazon guy managing your ads, you'll have to do it manually. Um, if you're a current client, we do have this capacity on your behalf. We are automatically taking care of this. You do not need to take any action. Uh, but one of the cool things that we now have the capacity to do is go in and in 30 seconds, look at every account we manage and, and see which accounts have had a campaign budget cap out in the last 24 hours. Now, there are some reasons why you'd wanna have an advertising campaign tap out on its budget, right? You, if you've got bad ACOS or you're trying to stay under budget for the month and, and whatnot, those, those are valid reasons on having uh, your campaign purposely tap out and not fund further funds on it. However, our favorite strategy has generally been to manage advertising based on ACOS and not based on campaign budgets. We use them as a buffer, but not as a typical main strategy point, right? So if we've got a campaign that we're not sure about, maybe it's a new campaign, we'll put in a modest budget to begin with just to see how the results play out and purposely let it cap out. But in general, if a client has given us a long leash, um, or if we're, we're confident in our changes, we'll, we'll put an infinite budget on it. And as long as our ACOS is being managed, we're happy campers. And, and so sometimes that means setting a $300, $400, $500 budget just for one campaign per day. Um, now, that doesn't mean we're spending that much. It just means that we're willing to spend that much if the metrics are maintained. Now, if you make a, a big change, like you switch your uh, campaign budget strategy from uh, fixed bids to up and down or up and down to fixed bids, or you make uh, a bunch of new ASIN targeting or new products, or you got a product launch. There's a lot of variety of reasons why you'd want to have your campaigns managed or, or capping out on budgets. 
We do have a couple of clients that uh, are like, hey, I don't want to spend a dime over five grand a month in ads or whatever the number might be. Um, but, but again, we typically prefer to just manage it based on ACOS. And we know if we're hitting the ACOS goal that the account's in good shape. So uh, that's my quick recommendation today. I know that took longer than 30 seconds to explain it, but uh, absolutely very easy to take 30 seconds of your day. Go check your advertising campaign budgets. And if you're tapping out anywhere, especially if it's tapping out midday, you need to raise those budgets as long as you're hitting your ACOS goal. All right, so let's talk some current events. COVID-19 is still a thorn in everybody's side. It's not going anywhere. This is a once in a 100 year event. We're going to be filling this for the remainder of 2020, probably into 2021. If you want some realistic, uh, not optimism for me, more so realism, I guess. Uh, you, you know, my you know my local church. We're not meeting as a congregation, and I don't foresee us meeting as a congregation probably until January. Uh, and uh, we're limiting our, our trips to the grocery store. All of that's currently going on. Uh, and so, uh, a lot of, a lot of cultural changes, uh, Amazon specifically has made a lot of changes as well. Probably the most frustrating thing that I can think of right now for, for me specifically, as well as our clients is the shipping restrictions. If you're selling a non-essential good, and sometimes if you're selling an essential good, they're marketing as non-essential, they're limiting how much product you can ship in. And one of the things that we noticed in the last week, it is not allowing you to ship stuff in, even if you've had all of the items sell out, if Amazon has your inventory stuck in reserved. So what does that mean? That means that let's say you've got an item that sold 500 units in the past seven days and you got zero in stock, but Amazon hasn't shipped a single one to the consumer yet. That is because... Uh, because they're so overwhelmed at FBA right now. They, they literally are not shipping items for a full week in many instances. And you as the seller are paying the consequence, especially for a high velocity seasonal item, right? We got Mother's Day coming up on Sunday and uh, my side hustle brand's called Momster and we sell uh, wine glasses with funny sayings on them. Not really much of a moneymaker, but I do it for the learning capacity. It helps me feel all of my clients' pains when I do it myself. And, uh, you know, I spend maybe 4 or 5% of my time on that account versus on my own clients. And uh, I, I, had a, I had a glass that literally did sell 500 units in less than seven days. And I wanted to replenish it, and I couldn't. And I, and I, I had raised my prices by 30%. And I still sold out. And because Amazon wasn't shipping my item out, they were counting my reserved inventory against me as my shipping restriction. So I couldn't ship more in. Now that shipping restriction eased over the course of the next seven days following because the item shipped out. Then they saw the velocity and it caught up and then I could ship more in. I fought tooth and nail with Amazon. I went 10 tickets deep. I called three times, tried to talk to everybody I possibly could to see if I could crack the code on shipping restrictions, especially with high velocity seasonal items like a Mother's Day event to see if I could get that needle to move because I knew if I could do it on Momster, I could do it for my clients. Sadly, I failed. I could not make a dent on that. And uh, very depressing feeling when you can't solve a problem, right? And uh, we're supposed to be the Amazon experts 
And I got to tell you, we cannot solve every problem on Amazon. People say, hey, Steven, I got this issue. Can you solve it? And nine of the 10 times they're like, yeah, I've got a video on it. I've shot it. I've, I've, I've solved this problem dozens of times. Here's what we need to do. And we solve it same day. Like that's pretty standard procedure for us. But when it comes to shipping restrictions, we could not, we cannot, we can't get around it. It's, it's just, here's what you got to do right now is focus on merchant fulfilled shipping right now for the next 60 days, duplicate your SKUs on the back end and get away from FBA um, however you can for the next 60 days. Keep shipping into FBA, but focus on your merchant fulfilled listings. Don't forget, if you add duplicate SKUs to your account, you cannot. Uh, you, you have to set those SKUs into your advertisements as well. So advertising is done at the SKU level, not the ASIN level. So if you do any new SKUs, those have to be reworked into your advertising campaigns. That's a really big hot ticket item and very much overlooked by many, many sellers right now as they've been going out and flipping on Merchant Fulfilled and they forget to do the, those advertising setups. Big, big pain point. All right, so here, here, you know, switching away from shipping restrictions, which is absolutely the number one pain point right now. Here is a list of things that I just came up with, you know, trying to brainstorm coming into this podcast that are not working at Amazon right now. Coupons, completely shut off. Lightning deals, off. Prime Day is being rescheduled, probably going to be in August at, at the earliest. I wouldn't be surprised if it even gets rescheduled farther out than that. No official word on that. I do have uh, a direct contact at Amazon that does give me information. Um, they are specifically on the advertising team, and uh, they don't have any information on this. So it's not like internal assets at Amazon. Nobody knows when Prime Day is going to be right now. I'm telling you. Anybody that sells otherwise, it's like somebody knowing when the second coming's happening. They really don't know. Uh, inventory removals are currently paused. So this has been a frequent communication issue with our clients right now because uh, for most of our clients, we typically set up an automatic removal for uh, unfulfillable inventory. And I love that because automatic removal means no, no work right? It's just automatically done. We set it up one time, takes two minutes and, and then it's off your plate. Uh, I love scalable solutions here at my Amazon guy. We're all about scalable solutions that solve problems and inventory removals is absolutely one of the easiest ones to do. You just go into your settings, go into fulfillment and set up automatic removal for, for, uh, unfulfillables. They did change a couple months ago, the fee structure for how unfulfillables are charged. Uh, these are items that have been damaged or returned from a customer and, uh, they can ship back to you or they can be destroyed in the past. It used to be 50 cents to, uh, remove and 10 cents to destroy. They've since changed that. It's now the same cost to destroy or remove. So you're better off removing it most likely. And they're charging the unit based on the size of the item. So, uh, if you have a small item, you're going to get less than a 50 cents charge. But if you have a big item, you might get charged as much as a dollar. Um, not a big update, but definitely an interesting one. Um, but currently they're not physically removing any inventory. So they're not char it, Once you have that automatic removal in place, they're not charging you for storage or anything. It's just sitting there. Uh, we also noticed frequently bought together, uh, was removed, which is kind of weird. Uh, it kind of came back. We saw it on a few ASINs, but it's still mostly gone. Uh, we, we noticed that the homepage of Amazon's not pushing product, physical product. That is they're pushing like digital stuff and books. Cause they, they're so overwhelmed. They, they would prefer to people to stop ordering. Uh, 
which is weird. That's a weird situation to be in. So like uh, uh, France specifically had a court order telling their own facilities to not ship any non-essential goods. Court order by fine. So if you're selling in France right now and you're, you're a non-essential good, you're dead in the water. Uh, a lot of European laws, very uh, difficult to navigate at the moment. Uh, NARF, and this is not a pinky in the brain reference, by the way, uh, which is currently on Hulu, if you're curious. And it's been a while since you've been in your childhood and saw that great cartoon. It's one of my wife's favorites. Uh, NARF is one of pinky's favorite <laughs> weird uh, outbursts, if you will. But it stands, uh, stands for uh, North American Remote Fulfillment with Amazon FBA. It's currently paused. Um, this was a great program. We pushed it very hard for our clients. However, it's in beta. Only about 10% of clients could get access to it. And now it's completely off for everybody. And this is where you could ship an item out of FBA in the U.S. into Canada and Mexico, which was awesome because who wants to ship product into Canada and Mexico? It's such a hassle and tracking and customs and all that garbage you have to deal with. What a great program. Something Amazon should have rolled out like five years ago. Uh, currently paused because Amazon's so overwhelmed, they've paused anything even remotely difficult for them to achieve right now, including NARF. So get your pinky in the brain on with that one. Uh, product review emails are also on the skirts. Uh, this is a long time coming. We kind of saw this from two years ago. Uh, they allowed seller, or excuse me, buyers to opt out of, of seller emails starting two years ago. About 50% of customers are opted out at this stage. Not a big program anymore. Uh, Feedback Genius, which is a local Atlanta company uh, owned by Seller Labs. I've met with Brandon Checkitz. What a great guy. Highly recommend his services. Uh, they were first to market with Feedback Genius as their uh, main tool. They've since launched many other tools. Uh, I currently like Feedback Wiz as my favorite automated email program. However, right now... Uh, they're, they're, the, the best thing you can do for product review generation is click that request review button inside of the order page. You can do that manually. Um, there are two tools that currently have the ability to do this in mass button click. Uh, Feedback 5 is one of them. I did have Feedback 5 on my podcast uh, a couple weeks back, and they talked about that tool. They were first to market on it. Got to give them credit on that. Uh, I believe Feedback Genius also now has this API capacity, and Feedback Wiz, I've been in close contact with them. They have... Um, been trying to program around this. I thought they would have it out by now. They still don't, um, but uh, we're kind of holding out that they'll uh, they'll release this tool. So, um, <clears throat> but basically, if you don't have any of these tools, you can go in and manually and go go into any order that's a week old and less than a thirty days old, and just click on the request review button, and it can uh, allow you to uh, get your best foot forward to request reviews with customers. I think they're going to completely shut down seller emails with customers uh, except when uh, specifically about an order issue so feedback requests and promotions and marketing going to be completely taken away uh, from emails that's my prediction i think it's going to happen very very soon be prepared for that other related covid19 news we've seen air freight is like five times more expensive right now and uh uh, that's because there's no airplanes flying at the moment. Nobody is flying. That's why air freight is up. Uh, getting your items on the water, a little bit more difficult right now. Costs are about the same from what I've been told, but it's definitely an extra 20 days on the water, uh, which is definitely a big delay. So if you're having stock out issues, we have a lot of clients that have stock out issues right now because their products are in demand, their competition's stocked out, 
and everybody has supply chain disruption, a lot of uncertainty. Maybe maybe you're holding that trigger on whether you send money to China right now and, and reinvest. A lot of that's going around right now too. And so because of that, a uh, lot of products being sold out and harder to get it back in stock. I have a, a prediction for you, and that is American-made manufacturing is going to come back following COVID-19. It's going to take five years, in my opinion, and if you're first to market on this, you're going to have some pretty big advantages. Um, so I'd recommend it. Now, if you do it in 2020, it's going to be really difficult, going to be really costly, but it's going to pay out dividends. If you if you solve problems today when everybody else is just relaxing, and I wouldn't say relaxing, it's probably a bad way to phrase it, um, while everybody's freaking out and not doing a whole lot, if you're out there solving problems and working your butt off, it's going to pay off. And if you're looking for a really big problem to solve, and that is American-made manufacturing. Um, I have joined the Georgia Manufacturing Alliance a couple years ago, toured lots of facilities. I'm very, very interested and have had a lot of thought gone into how to do American-made manufacturing. I personally have not been able to solve this. I do not know how to solve this. Uh, and I don't think anybody else knows how to solve this. But if you solve it, I guarantee you're going to make a buck. Uh, and there's a lot of pent-up American-made nationalism uh, customer sentiment that I think is going to be coming out here. We're going to probably see a backlash of customer sentiment against China um, as, as consumers want to hold somebody, something, somewhere accountable for COVID-19. Uh, and we're going to see buyer decisions be made based on that. Um, and uh, so I, that, that is my personal take. Uh, who knows if that'll come true. But if you make, I, I've been thinking about American Made for two years, uh, very much in my mind, and I think COVID-19 could be a catalyst to help that out. Um, very scary that our entire economy is based on Chinese manufacturing, so uh, I think there's some national security issues at stake there, no doubt. Uh, but at the very least, uh, some savvy entrepreneurs who solve that problem are going to make bank. So give that some thought. Um, a couple of the random COVID-19 news. So the time to process returns and refunds has been extended to 14 days for sellers. That goes back down to two days starting June 1. I don't think that really affects anybody terribly too much, but that's an FYI. Um, so we're still seeing supply chain stress. The last thing I'll talk about today is listing reinstatements. We've seen massive amounts of listings being taken down and so many that uh, we actually created a new service page on, on my Amazon Guy's website. So you go to myamazonguy.com, you can go to our services section, you can see listing reinstatements. It's been so popular, we made a specific service um, page for 500 bucks We'll reinstate any ASIN. We have about a 95% success rate with this. We've had about 20 clients in the past 30 days need the service. That's how, how many we've seen. Um, price gouging issues, trademark infringement issues, all kinds of issues that come up, whether it's copyright, medical claims, medical supply issues, maybe the category was, was wrong, listing condition complaint issues, restricted item, ingredient takedown type claims, brand takedowns, infringements, uh, item safety breakdowns, and more, not even limited to that long list I just gave. We've seen all of these issues exasperated in the past 30 days. Um, so if you are listening to this and you're like, yeah, I've got an ASIN that's taken down, you need to hire us, 
don't delay. We can get it back up. We, we're so good at this now because we've documented so many processes on it that we're, we're averaging solving, uh, you know, a good solid 70% of these in 48 hours. Um, and a good, another chunk within the first five days, uh, the unlucky 10 percenters do take a full month. Not going to not going to lie on that front. There are some that are super complicated that just take a while to solve. Um, but we are really um, on top of it and have a good system in place. So, so if you're having a listing issue, definitely, uh, definitely hire us for that. Or if you got somebody else, another person in your network who's complained about Amazon taking down their products, that is a great entry level product service to refer us um, out to them on. And we really appreciate that. Um, last comments. So we've seen a lot of record sales being set. About 5% of our clients last week set a record uh, for sales. And that's beating out uh, Cyber Monday weekend and Black Friday, beating out Prime Day. Um, this is after about 25% additional clients have set records during a week in the past 30 days. So we're still seeing some clients set new records. Um, these 5% of clients were, were not previous record setters. They're like new record setters. So it's, it's, it's hitting, uh, different areas. Um, we're seeing that certain categories are spiking in demand. So like we have a toilet paper, uh, client where we sold like six months of supply in like less than 72 hours. That was about six weeks ago when the toilet paper run hit or whenever that was. Um, we're seeing uh, big demand for exercise equipment right now. Um, pet supplies, that's, that's been ongoing for a few weeks now, but still seeing a big demand on pet supplies, men's supplements, a lot of beauty products have been soft, however. Um, uh, but we're, we're seeing, uh, seeing increases in, in key areas in some areas. So, uh, good time to be selling on Amazon. I do think Amazon's recession proof. We're going to see new acquisition of customers who have never purchased on Amazon before come out of the woodwork. Uh, very, very good to be selling on Amazon right now. So, well, I appreciate you listening to the My Amazon Guy podcast today. We hope you subscribe and tell somebody else about the podcast and have them subscribe as well and share share the uh, the word. Uh, and if you haven't yet, we, uh, we'd appreciate a like or uh, a review on our podcast as well to help spread the word. And thank you so much. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. This is the My Amazon Guy podcast.